Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have tremendous news for you. Football is back, of course, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And hey, as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like the NHL, NBA, tennis, boxing, MMA, golf, MLB, you name it. Bet Online, you can do it. Head on over to betonline.ag to join and listen to this. Again, betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started and get your rewards with BetOnline, where the game starts. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshakes, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec, Doggy Daycare, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and our great friends at Jam and Beats. Make sure if you are in the need here for a DJ for that wedding or a private party, whatever the case may be, get a hold of my guy Jamie over at Jam and Beats. Uh, he does a great job DJing. Um, actually, my wife's uh, first cousin uh, had him as a DJ. He was awesome there. And you can get him on social media, on Facebook, and of course, you can visit their website, Jam and Beats, getting it done. And uh, the website is cnyjb.com. That's cnyjb.com. Uh, find out availability and a heck of a lot more. But like I said, weddings, private parties, you name it, Jamie and his team doing a stand-up job. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay and our great friends at Bowers & Company CPAs. NFL Week 5, let's do it. The recap uh, from the week that was, and we go all the way back to Thursday um, for just one of the ugliest games uh, of the year with the, the Colts and Dolphins. And i got to tell you, there's a lot of problems with Denver. I mean, everybody looked bad offensively in this game pretty much, but, but, but there are major, major problems. I mean, this was a grinded-out win for the Colts. Um, but wow. I mean, wow. You know, sacks and interceptions on both sides and all the rest, but the Colts stood above and they were able to get a win, win over Denver. This is a terrible loss for Denver and De- Denver is a terrible team. Russell Wilson looks like garbage. Russell Wilson's missing easy short throws. Russell Wilson is not uh, going through his progressions. Uh, I don't know. Maybe his teammates also don't like him. We've heard, we've heard a little bit of that, you know, whispers of that going on. Um, <clears throat> Nathaniel Hackett's clueless as head coach. Terrible game management. And they have awesome, awesome talent on the roster, too. I mean, you got Cortland Sutton. You've got Jerry Judy. You have guys. I mean, I know Javante Williams is gone for the year. But that Denver team is awful. And, wow, at 2-3 and three right now, the season is on the line this coming week for sure. Giants at the Packers in London. Well, at the Packers in London. Giants and Packers in London. And the Giants get it done. And I was stunned. I went to go pick up lunch. I was down in Maryland visiting my sister and her family, and holy cow, uh, Green Bay was you know was up 20-10 to 10 at the half. You're like, okay, this game's kind of going how I thought. 
And all of a sudden, like the Giants get a field goal in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter they scored 14 points. And the only reason the Packers scored was because the Giants, when the clock was you know winding down, they ran it out of the end zone for a safety. So technically the Packers didn't score in the second half. That was just a free two points that the Giants gave them, you know, trying to kill clock at the end of the game. I mean, Giants' defense was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you know what? They're getting quite a bit of, of play out of draft picks who, you know, were kind of left for dead, starting with Saquon Barkley. You know, 13 carries, 70 yards. He's been playing playing great. Darius Slayton, wide receiver, had six catches and 79 yards. Um, don't look now, but Dexter Lawrence had another sack for the Giants. And, and, and that defense was all over the place, making life miserable for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, Rodgers went 25 of 39 for 222 yards and two touchdowns. And they really didn't run the ball that great. The Giants defense was really solid there. Um, you know, and they just made enough plays. And Daniel Jones didn't turn it over. And the offensive line looks better every game. And there's something going on there. There's a vibe. There's confidence. Um, there's a swagger. <clears throat> the Giants with Brian Dable at, at head coach and Joe Shane at general manager, they've got this thing turning, at least for the here and now, in the right direction. Um, that was a great win for the Giants, 27-22. Uh, to uh, The Colts, by the way, beat the Broncos 12-9 to in just a, really a stellar bullpen game. Uh, Bills beat the Steelers 38 to three. This was just an absolute beatdown. I thought the Steelers were really up against it. Um, you know, going into this game, they're missing their, their number one corner in Witherspoon. You don't have TJ Watt. You're starting a rookie quarterback, just too much to deal with, with the Bills. And you know what? The Bills had a lot of injuries themselves. Jordan Poyer was out. Tremaine Edmonds was out. No problem. DeMar Hamlin playing great. Jaquan Johnson playing great. Micah Hyde's out for the year. No problem. You know, those safeties are crushing it. And then you had the situation with Tremaine Edmonds. Well, insert Tyrell Dodson. Thanks for your time. And he was awesome in this game. So uh, the Bills are deep. The Bills are versatile. The Bills are one of the best teams in football. And uh, the two big-time highlight real plays, uh, Josh Allen throwing to Gabe Davis, for uh, 98 yards and then 60-plus uh, was a thing of beauty. Josh Allen had 466 yards from scrimmage and four touchdowns. The Bills roll 38-3 to over Pittsburgh. Chargers beat the Browns 30-28. to This is a brutal loss for Cleveland. They had the lead late in this game, 28-27, to but you know how it goes, man. Browns going to Browns. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Um, it was a uh, uh, just an... Uh, a, a brutal loss for Cleveland and one that the Chargers and, and look, they're the most underwhelming three and two team in football. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, I still don't trust Brandon Staley, but to go across the country and fight and fight and fight and win, maybe they can pick up a little bit here, right? I mean, maybe they can. Um, Cleveland, they have a very, very nice roster. Uh, I've said that parts, if not all of it, is Super Bowl caliber, but they haven't had the quarterback. Um, Brissett threw a bad pick in this game. Again, Brown's going to Brown. Uh, Browns are going to Browns. Uh, Nick Chubb was ridiculous as he always is. Uh, I have him on my fantasy team. I scored 151 plus points. I still lost. Um, so I, I, you know, that, I guess just, that's how the cookie crumbles in fantasy sometimes, but he went 17 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns, but it was not enough in this game. Austin Eckler also had a big time coming out game. Um, you know, against Cleveland and, you know, that really good defensive line. I thought Austin Eckler was the key player uh, in this game. When you look at his overall numbers, he had 199 total yards from scrimmage 
and two touchdowns. He was definitely the best player on the football field in this in this game and, and such a difference maker for the Chargers when he's playing at that elite level and he's catching the ball out of the backfield and he's running and zigzagging all over the place. The pressure goes way down on Justin Herbert. He doesn't have to go nuts. He threw it 34 times, but only had 222, 228 yards and a touchdown. But, you know, a, a lot more play action and balance and 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 uh, just, I, I think, a lot less pressure on him to go have to do a million things. You know, Mike Williams, 10 catches for 134 yards. That contract that they signed him to, looks like it's paying off a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, the Chargers' defense—they eh, were a little, little shaky in this game. Um, <clears throat> really bad on, on, on you know the tackling side of things, and 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 um, certainly, you know they've struggled this year on third down, getting off the field. Um, but Derwin James held his own, 14 tackles, 10 solo. Obviously, not having Nick Bosa in there um, or Joey Bosa in there, I should say, hurts. Um, but the Chargers prevail, and I think if you're a Chargers fan, I think that the number one thing that you have to look at. Number one, without a doubt, is despite all the things I mentioned and all the things you know going up against San Diego or uh, LA, is that you went across the country and still won a football game. You know against Nick Chubb and still a pretty formidable defense. I mean, you still got the win there. And look, the other thing you have to think about if you're the Chargers, you're not the Denver Broncos. Okay, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. And that AFC West was supposed to be the best in football. You got to be kidding me right now. With uh, the Raiders, with their brutal start, we'll get to them in a minute. The Chargers, underwhelming 3-2. and two. Uh, It's a Kansas City Chiefs show, man, and that's it. And that's exactly what I said going into this season. Chargers beat the Browns 30-28. to The Vikings beat the Bears 29-22. to The trio, too much. Cousins, Cook, Jefferson, absolutely shredding the Bears' defense. And, um, you know, the two-point conversion... By Jefferson was a thing of beauty. They win it 29 to 22. Cousins, 32 of 41, 296 and a touchdown. Uh, Delvin Cook, 18 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, unstoppable, 12 catches and 154 yards. Minnesota is 4 and 1, and here's the number they're 3 and 0 at home. And if Minnesota can keep winning, and I know that a lot of people were high on them going into this year, saying that they were the watch out team in the NFC. If they can keep winning, Colin Cowherd among others, if they can keep winning and vie for home field somehow in a weak NFC, Minnesota could be dangerous. Now, again, it'll all come down to Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter and on the big stage. But, look, if they can keep winning, we know how good they are at home. Uh, Patriots beat the Lions 29-0. This was just a shellacking. Uh, the Lions came in as the highest-scoring team in the NFL and literally couldn't do anything. Um you know, and, and Mac Jones did enough. Uh, Jacoby Myers ran some pretty good routes, caught a touchdown, and, uh, you know, Stevenson just rolled all over him, um, just absolutely rolled over him. 25 carries for 151 yards for the Patriots running back, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. And, uh, hey, don't look now, but the New England Patriots at 2-3 and three, with that schedule upcoming, mm, they, they might be able to get in the winner's circle here, winning record. Uh, they, they've got some teams coming up that they should beat. I mean, they have to go at Cleveland. That'll be a tough game. But then they have Bears at home, at Jets, Colts at home, at uh, against the Jets at home before they go into a real, real difficult spot. I mean, they have to go at Minnesota, home for Buffalo, at Arizona, at Vegas, Cincinnati at home. At, you know, it, it gets a little tough. Miami at home, at Buffalo. Then it gets tough. But the next few games here, uh, after the Cleveland game, maybe the, you know, the Pats can win a couple of games, go on a little bit of a streak. And, uh, you know, Try to still hang in that wild card picture, uh, as they say on CBS and elsewhere. 
in the hunt. 29-0 Patriots pound the Lions. Saints beat the Seahawks 39-32, just an absolute shootout in this game. I was just super impressed with the uh, play of Taysom Hill, who who just is really just a football player, isn't he? I mean, my God, this guy, nine carries for 112 yards. Um, and, you know, we, we know that some people have thought you know, he's a quarterback. Other people have thought, no, he's a running back. Other people have thought he's a tight end. Uh, but I, I can tell you he's not a quarterback. You know, for, for the most part. I mean, I know he went one for one with the, with the touchdown and twenty two yards, but uh, I I don't I don't think he's a quarterback. I think I think you know running back slash tight end kind of a you know they should probably make that him into their own Debo Samuel, right? Uh, Geno Smith was was pretty good, sixteen to twenty five, two sixty eight and three touchdowns. Um, obviously, Rashad Penny, the, the horrible news for the Seahawks, he's out for the year with an injury. Uh, Tyler Lockett was outstanding in this game. Alvin Kamara was outstanding in this game. Alvin Kamara had uh, 194 yards total offense from scrimmage and uh, w- was just sensational running it and catching it. That's the old Alvin Kamara. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, just offensive performances galore between Geno Smith and Tatesom Hill and Tyler Lockett. Uh, you know, even DK Metcalf looked good for, I think, the second week in a row. Uh, you know, Olave's a stud, uh, young wide receiver, rookie. Uh, there, there, there were a lot of big-time performances in this game, and it was just a matter of, you know, the team that was going to make that one extra play, that one extra score, uh, and it was New Orleans in this game. They beat the Seahawks 39 232. Before I get to all the other games in the NFL Week 5 uh, slate, on the slate, I'm going to tell you about my friends at Burn Dairy, man. Make sure you head on over there for the donuts, the chocolate milk, and the delicious, delicious hot and cold food for any uh, meal during the day. Plus, you can gas up your vehicle at Burn Dairy, participating locations at Burn Dairy. I would also tell you, not just the donuts and the coffee, uh, but definitely on your way into work, you're going to want to try and you know, get some of that hot chocolate, right? Get some of the other things. Maybe you, you want you want that latte. Uh, just a tremendous place to go for all of your grocery needs and your gas needs. Burn Dairy, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well, to Rosie's Corner, the Syracuse Fitness Store, Burton Ace Hardware, and friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Bob Lindsley, and Daryl Abert. Let's get to it right here, man. Uh, as we move through this thing, the Jets, one of the more impressive wins, um, you know, on the slate. I mean, this was this was big time. And we know Tua Tunga Viola out with a concussion protocol situation. Now Teddy Bridgewater's out uh, with the same thing. They changed the rule because of the Tua situation. And now there's like a spotter uh, on the sideline for every team to, you know, make sure, oh, it's a little bit wobbly, boom, pull him out of the game. Um, so here we go again with this, um, you know, Zach Wilson was, was solid enough. Uh, the Jets defense, they, they just, they just pushed around Miami. Uh, The offensive line for the Jets was outstanding. I mean, the Jets had five rushing touchdowns. Brees Hall showing right now why, uh, the Jets were so excited when they picked him, uh, in the second round out of Iowa state, uh, in this year's draft. I mean, the guy's just a bowling ball. He's a wrecking, a wrecking ball. On, uh, on defenses, I mean, he's he, the size, he's 6'1", 220, and he can burn it down the field, he can run it, he can catch it. The Jets have new life. The Jets collecting receipts, perhaps, Robert Sala, 40-17 uh, to 17 winners over the Dolphins, and all of a sudden, that Miami team that was 3-0, and right, they got quarterback issues, right, they got blown out by the Jets. Yeah, let's just hold on with Miami, okay? 
Tampa Bay over Atlanta 21 to 15. This game almost made me not want to watch football for the rest of my life because the Falcons should have won it. The Falcons had a basic tackle of Tom Brady that they've been doing for decades. The the defender did not hit him high. He did not hit him in the chest in 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 the in the chin area, which then leads to the head. He didn't hit him head on, you know, head to head. Um, he didn't target him. He didn't take out his knees. Uh, he made a basic, fundamental, great tackle for a sack, and they flagged it for unnecessary roughness, personal foul. And what a joke! I mean, how many calls can Tom Brady get in his career? How many? I mean, this guy. I'm ready for this guy to disappear now. Seriously, I am so sick and tired of these kind of calls. And if it was anybody besides Tom Brady, it wouldn't have been called. I've had enough of them. Again, I don't have fatigue of the player. He's still great. I don't dislike him as a guy. I couldn't care less about the Giselle and him, you know, Brady marriage crap. I don't care. Tom Brady getting those calls, you know, as a football fan, as somebody covering the sport, it gets exhausting, and I'm done with it. I'm done with him. I wish he would just retire and go away so that these calls will not would not happen anymore because it makes me sick. And the NFL is going to get away with it all the time because people just don't stop watching football. It just doesn't matter what goes on in these games, really. It's just people just aren't going to stop watching football. Titans beat the Commanders, and that was a 21-15 to win for the Bucks, which was cheap and garbage. Uh, Titans beat the Commanders 21-17. to Terrific stuff out of Derrick Henry. He is looking really, really good. Just a, a, a you know, a, a great toughness, run the ball, kind of use your DNA to win for the Titans. And, of course, Carson Wentz, ah, pivotal interception, which sealed the deal. Of course, Carson Wentz threw an interception late. The guy is a joke. Texans uh, win it 13-6 to over the Jaguars. Just really a backyard brawl in this game. Pierce ran it pretty well for Houston. And, uh, you know, the Jaguars at 2-3, and three, I mean, this is just to play like that is inexcusable for how they played before. Trevor Lawrence was horrific in this game. Uh, just a very disappointing game across the board for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 49ers roll the Panthers. Carolina ends up firing Matt Rule, 37-15. Jimmy Garoppolo getting it done. Jeff Wilson Jr. getting it done. Um, you know, And I got to tell you, man, this 49er team right now, you could argue that they're the best team in the NFC. You really could. Um, they've got so many different angles and weapons to, to kill you from, I mean, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, you know, Jeff Wilson Jr. And it's the game manager in Garoppolo that you need more than the guy to go out and try to win you a game. And he was sensational. 18 of 30 for 253 yards and two touchdowns with a QBR of 60.5 and 109.4 for the rating. And I say it every single week how unbelievable the defense is for the San Francisco 49ers. They racked up six sacks against Carolina. Uh, they had an interception against uh, 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 Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was horrible. P.J. Walker got some time in this game. But when you've got to deal with Fred Warner and you've got to deal with Chavarius Ward and you've got to deal with um, you know uh, uh, these, these guys, these terrific, terrific defensive players, um, Nick Bosa. I mean, it's just, it's a handful, man. It really is. Gibson Sr.'s playing well. Burks is playing well. Each of those guys had half a sack. Fred Warner had a sack. Uh, how about the kid Hufanga had, had a sack in this game? Uh, Flanagan Fowl, Fowl, uh, Fowles had a sack in this game. This defense is ferocious, and if Jimmy Garoppolo game manages and doesn't turn the ball over and allows the playmakers like Ayuk and Wilson Jr. and Samuel to take over, San Francisco 49ers could go to and win 
the Super Bowl. And I'm not joking. Cowboys over the Rams, 22-10. to 10. The Rams just don't have anything right now. They were overwhelmed. It was another horrific game by the offensive line. And I am just super, super impressed with the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush. He keeps getting it done. 4-1, and 2-0 and on the road, by the way. The Rams season might be on the line this week. I mean, they look that bad. Matt Stafford uh, is not only getting horrible protection, but he's also not getting rid of the ball. And it seems as though it's only Cooper Cup. Um, is Allen Robinson even in this offense? I, I, I don't, you know... <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with, with some of the play calling. Sean McVay looks kind of lost, to be honest with you. Um, how much of it is a Super Bowl hangover? Probably a little bit, but not all of it. The Rams look awful right now. 22-10 uh, winners, the Dallas Cowboys. And if you take a peek at the box score for Dallas in this game, I always love to hurry and scurry down to see what Micah Parsons did. Five total tackles, three solo, two sacks. <laughs> You know, we went to a pumpkin festival at a brewery in Maryland, and I got back and, and saw chunks of this game in the second half. And uh, Micah Parsons is just unstoppable. I mean, he really is. He's almost like a three and one, really, right? Because he can stop the run at the line, kind of acting like a defensive tackle. He can rush the quarterback as a defensive and just an absolute menace as a, as a pass rusher. And then he can go out and, you know, go in the middle of the field and cover people. And he's just. He is really something special, and the Dallas Cowboys, um, it's funny because I, I keep hearing a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, uh, denying that Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott or denying that Cooper Rush should be the quarterback. I'm not denying that at all. I've never been a huge Dak guy, and Cooper Rush has this team playing at an extremely high level, and Pollard continues to run it well. Uh, the Cowboys are looking good right now, 4-1 and and 2-0 and on the road, 22-10. They win over the Rams. Eagles 20-17 to over the Cardinals. You know what? They were 4-0 going to this game. Sometimes you just need a grinded-out win, and that's exactly what the Eagles did um, in this game. And obviously, you know, Atlanta, uh, excuse me, Atlanta, Arizona, had an opportunity to tie it late, but Amendola didn't make the kick, and that's just how, you, you know, it happens sometimes. I mean, when you are a team that is really, really good, when you are... You know, and I don't know if the Eagles are yet, but they're certainly a contender in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're an overall Super Bowl contender, but when you have um, these kind of teams, you need to win a couple of these kind of games. Close games, you know, you get a little bit of adversity when things are going well, and uh, no problem, they win. And they got a lot out of the ground game. Jalen Hurts, 15 carries, 61 yards, and two touchdowns. You had 59, uh, uh, 58 yards on on 15 carries from Miles Sanders. Uh, Gainwell got in it with three carries and 20 yards. And then, you know, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, I love this offense. And, and, and it seems like it's one of those three guys from beginning to end. And um, the Eagles defense did their job. Kyler Murray, I'm telling you right now, I, I did a video on, on him and his new contract and all the rest. And I said, oh, well, you know, yeah, you probably had to pay him. You had to pay him. You know, They're more relevant with Kyler Murray than not. And, it, well, I'm starting to take that back because – they are not more relevant with Kyler Murray. He just makes too many mistakes. He really does. And he just can't see over the line. I mean, that's all there is to it. Ravens took care of business over the Bengals, 19-17. to An ugly game here. But the story, Justin Tucker, he nailed the game-winning field goal. And uh, he also hit one from 58 in this game. Uh, just uh, a terrific win for the Ravens at home. They had to have it. Their season was kind of on the line. When you think about blowing the last two weeks with big leads uh, you know, against the Bills and the Dolphins, respectively, you know, divisional game at home against the Bengals, it almost counts twice. Well, they came to play, and they were physical, and they were the old Ravens in this game, 19-17 to winners 
over Cincinnati. The final one, the Kansas City Chiefs, 30-29 to winners over the Raiders. They were down in this game by 17 points. And all I could think of was, yeah, that's nice. Let's see if the Raiders can actually hold this at Arrowhead because the Chiefs never seem to be dead, right? I mean, they just never seem to be dead, and they were not dead. They scored 20 points in the second half. Um, they did get 10 in the second quarter, but they were still down at halftime, 20-10, to 10, and Travis Kelsey just continues to um, show that maybe he's the best tight end of all time. And I mean I mean that he's better than Gronkowski. I you know, could be better than all of them. Um, he is absolutely on another level from a route running standpoint, physicality, hands, uh, footwork, the whole deal. Uh, seven catches for 25 yards, but four of those catches were touchdowns. Unbelievable. Uh, the Chiefs ran the ball fairly well. It was kind of a running back by committee situation. Patrick Mahomes is going to Patrick Mahomes, man. 28 of uh, 9 of 43, 29 of 43 for 292 yards. Uh, QB rating of 117.6 and a QBR of 61.1. It's just absolutely unbelievable what this guy does on a football field every single game. And you know what? The Raiders, they got great games out of Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. They got a fairly solid game out of Derek Carr. It just ended up being a scoring fest in the second half, uh, second quarter and beyond, really. And when you try to go and score and score and score with Kansas City, good luck, man. And, you know, there were just a couple of possessions there where the Chiefs were kind of getting into the game, they got the ball back, and they had slow comeback, slow, and then all of a sudden they just keep coming and pouring it on you. And Kansas City right now, for sure, uh, right where they have been the last couple of years as a Super Bowl contender. My game ball goes to Josh Allen this week for the Buffalo Bills, 20 of 31 with 424 yards and four touchdowns. He had five carries on the ground for 42 yards, made up uh, basically 466 total yards of offense with four touchdowns for the Bills. And when Josh Allen's dropping dimes like that, you know, they sat him and many others in the fourth quarter. When he's playing like that, the Bills are awfully tough to beat. So my game ball goes to Josh Allen, number 17 quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by Carvel of North Syracuse, Bowers and Company CPAs, and our terrific friends, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Make sure you visit them online at stumblingmonkeybeer.com. Grab some swag. Head on over to the brewery. Crowlers and Growlers. Sign up for the Mug Club as well. The Red Owl's delicious. They got the IPAs, the Sours, all the seltzers. You name it. It's all there at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor in the Victor Rochester area. And I do want to throw a quick tip of the cap. Thank you out there as well to Ken's Auto Detailing, Jam and Beats, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our great friends at the Syracuse fitness store. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.